You are listening to the Don't Fret Club podcast. I'm Jess Hope and I've been a music journalist for over a decade. For the last four years, I've been chatting to musicians specifically about mental health. All of my conversations are documented on this very podcast. I've learned a lot and I've shared some incredibly insightful chats with some very wise people. You've landed on one of my earlier episodes from season one, so a big thanks for digging through the archives. As you can imagine, the quality of some of these early recordings is somewhat varied, but the conversations are all extremely honest, insightful and real. I aim to keep things as positive as possible here at Don't Fret Club, but of course, these are real conversations from real people and do contain some difficult conversations about mental health, including topics of anxiety, depression and addiction. If you or someone you know does need support for mental health, please speak to a professional. Lifeline Australia is 13, 11, 14 and a list of worldwide resources are also available at don'tfret.club. This is the Don't Fret Club podcast. I'm Jess Hope and today we're joined by Austin Knight of Waterparks. I met up with Austin during the band's recent Australian tour, which came a week or so after the release of their second album, Entertainment. If you're listening to the Don't Fret Club podcast for the first time, please do note that we do discuss topics of mental health in every episode. If you or someone you know is affected by any of the issues discussed in this podcast, please reach out to speak to a professional for support. You can find a list of global helplines at don'tfret.club support. If you'd like to hear more about upcoming events, you can also find them on our website, as well as the links to our wonderful new merch lines. We're a not-for-profit, so any money we do make goes back into reaching more music fans who may need support for mental health. I'll hand over to Austin now, who I'd like to thank for chatting to me and for being so forthcoming with his own experiences. These aren't always easy conversations to have, and we do hope that by taking a positive approach, we can all come out a little stronger for it. We're here to start the conversation around positive mental health, so please do reach out via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to help break the stigma. Enough from me, here's my chat with Austin Knight of Waterparks. Hey, this is Austin from Waterparks, aka God's favorite boy band, the platinum-selling artist coming at you hot. We are in Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. Working on that accent. At least it's all about you. I think the bonds are done with fun. At least it's all about you. I think the bonds are done. We're all too cool for fun. I go blonde when I'm sad. What a motivation I had to make my Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you feeling now? Good. Um, it was it was crazy to see it do pretty well, even though there's not like a massive, you know, like major label kind of push. Yeah. Um, like I think until about midnight last night, it was in the top 200 on iTunes still, and I was like, yeah, sick. Oh, that's, that was like a goal. <laughs> do you keep like? Are you real? Like when it goes out, do you keep a close eye on social media, or do you kind of stay away from it? Mm, it depends on my mood. Um, 
Like when we put out Blonde, I didn't look at anything. When we put out Lucky People, I didn't look at anything. Um, when we put out Not Warriors, I looked at stuff though. Yeah. And every, I mean, the thing is, I it's like I kind of know what I'm gonna see if I go look for things. You know, like, I mean, I've said this before, but if I go look at mentions, I'm gonna see nice things. If I go look at our verified mentions, I'm gonna see companies saying nice things. If I look at indirects, I'm gonna see all of those things, but then also people being like, fuck that band, you know? I guess you could kind of mentally prepare yourself. All right, it, it kind of makes it to where I don't need to look at it, because like, I already know. I was, I was thinking about it, and I feel like every time any band releases a second album, people are like, it's grown up, they've grown up on this record. But like, do you feel like you've grown up on this record? I think so, I know, I don't want to be part of the stereotype, but I mean, that's what everyone has said. Yeah. Everyone. And, you um, can hear that though, and it's kind of like, Everyone says it, but in certain cases, like yours, that like, you can't hear that. It actually, yeah, it actually does apply. Um, and I think it's just gonna keep, keep being like that. I mean, like growing up in different ways. You know what I mean? Like, cause again, I'm not trying to sit here like being a dull ass. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to make a Daisy. I'm sorry if you like that album, but uh, like, I'd never want us to go through that self-indulgent of a phase. You know, I always want to make. Like, it's going to be honest, but it's also going to be sick as fuck, always, you know? Was there a new kind of pressure when you went into this album? No, just because I didn't tell anyone that it was, like, we didn't announce, like, going into the studio, <laughs> like, it was, we had one month off between all our tours that we did, and um, I just really never stopped writing or making demos and stuff, so, and I looked at what we had, and I was just like, I think it's time, like, we can go ahead and do this, so I hit up management, I was like, hey, we have a month off. Can we make the next album now? Yeah. And I wanted to put it out on our fall headliner, but uh, sometimes people can't work that fast. <laughs> it was done. That's so frustrating that you have to kind of wait around for everyone else to do that process. How did you kind of occupy yourself while you're just sitting on it? Writing about it. <laughs> That's all I get to do. You're sometimes I mouth off on the internet about it. <laughs> Never, I always get a call afterwards from someone wiser than me saying, hey, it's not a good idea. And I'm like, I don't know. Ben Benji monitors my Twitter. <laughs> um, He's the voice of reason when I'm being like, yeah. like a brat. I guess you need that. Has he kind of been there throughout the whole journey? Who oh, like, yeah. yeah. Have you got, had a really close network around you? Um, yeah, I mean, like, since we got signed and everything, and like, we started working with the Maddens, like, I, I like to keep everything as like close knit and like in house as possible. You know what I mean. So if we work with anybody outside of them, it needs to be it needs to be someone where they're just like this is the best thing. Like trust me, like blah blah. Like if they if they put their necks out for somebody, I'll know it's the real deal. You know what I mean? Because they would never steer us in the wrong direction with like anything. How is it hard to take that kind of honesty? Because sometimes when people, even when they've got your best interests at heart, it's hard to take. Like you know. I mean. There have only been a couple moments where I've just been like, ah, shit, like, like it's like just hearing stuff you don't want to hear. But again, like, like they they really are looking out for the best interest of us, you know? Because I mean, there have been certain things that would have been good opportunities where we could have made some money and whatever. And if I don't feel like it's right or good for us or like our longevity or anything like that, I'll say like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And they'll they hundred percent back it up. But there have been a couple times where they're like. Look, dude, I really think it's a good idea. Like, again, we'll we'll support you and stuff, but I think this is all. And I'm just like, fuck, man. All right, look, I trust you. Like, it's like I trust them. They're not typical managers. Like, they've they've been here and further. So it's like, 
I, I very much trust them. Has there been one that stands out for you where you've kind of pushed yourself, you've kind of saw yourself through something that maybe you weren't sure about and it's come out good? Oh yeah, all the time. Like our, our UK headliner we did, I was like, I don't think we're ready to headline in the UK. And that, like, I think the whole thing, yeah, all of the UK sold out. Like, like the London show sold out in like half an hour. And I was like, okay, y'all were, uh, like, the thing is, they're always like, they're always like, I'm going to come, you're going to come back and be like, you were right. And I'll be like, fine, I hope you're right. Let's fucking try it, whatever. And yeah, they're pretty much always right, so. And then how does it, obviously, Don't Break Glad talks about kind of mental health and just kind of, um, just knowing your self-worth a bit more, I think it's a topic that always comes up. Um, and kind of with that kind of stuff, like how have you not put too much pressure on yourself? Would you think there are times where you have kind of just, because um, obviously you've got this huge fan base now, how do you manage that personally? Um, I mean, sometimes, yeah, it's like, I think, I think the, the best way you can kind of manage that is just by shutting it out. Like, there, there have been times where, like, for a couple of weeks I haven't looked at, like, mentions or anything of any kind on social media. Because I, like, when I do look at that kind of stuff, like, mentions and everything, it's, I, I usually, because I don't want to just sugarcoat it for myself. I'm not sitting here like, I'm ready for praise. Like, what I'll do is, if I'm going to, if I'm going to click mentions, I'm going to go full on indirects. Because it has both. It's got the good and the bad. So I'm not, like, if I'm, like, I'm curious as to what somebody thought of our show, and I type in water parks. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to look at our mentions and see the people that are, like, yo, we're the fucking best. Like, I'm going to look for everything. Because if I'm going out for an opinion, I'm getting it. Like, the real thing. So, but, yeah, there's sometimes where it becomes a little, like, if I'm just not there, I, uh, I know that shutting myself out from social media for a bit's kind of the way to go. Social media is the one, like to think back to when bands didn't have that on their plate, or like people in general, mm. like you didn't have access to what people thought, mm. and it was kind of great. Oh, yeah, and it's, now it's like good. you have all these opinions just coming at you, and it's hard to like filter them through, I guess. See, no, like opinions and excess, good or bad, are not good for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of praise, it's not good. A bunch of bad shit, it's not good. Like, yeah. and there's always going to be both, at least if you're doing something interesting. So. Um, and what, it kind of takes on nicely. Like, what kind of responsibility do you think musicians have in terms of how they portray themselves? Maybe just um, kind of giving off positive vibes in terms of mental health. Do you think musicians have a role in that? I think they can. I don't think there should be like an obligation because, I mean, dude, you, everybody has to remember that guys in bands are literally just guys that can play like bass. Yeah. Like, they're not fucking therapists. Like, if someone's ever been, like, told me, hey, like, your your music, like, I was, at this point, I was thinking about, like, you know, ending everything, and your music, like, saving, I'm like, that's really good, but, like, no, like, you did it yourself, and the thing is, if you're actually struggling, you should get professional help, like, because we're not gonna be there forever. You know, and people are gonna stop liking us. We're not gonna be cool forever. I'm not stupid, like, like... That, that's a real fucking thing. Like, if you're really on the edge like that, you really need real help and not some fucking dudes who are literally just trying to figure their own shit out. Do you think that help is there in the music industry for the people who work in it? No. <laughs> How do you think that can be improved? Um, dude, I mean, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus or whatever, but, I mean, I was going through some, like, really hard shit last year, and I... 
I mean, I haven't even talked about this, but I tried signing up for like therapy stuff through like music things that are supposed to be there for like artists and stuff. Was not, dude. I literally, try, I think I called like eight different therapists trying to get someone to like take me on, and none of them did. Yeah. Do you like, know why? Huh? They were busy? I mean, some some were, there were different reasons. There were some that were like, well, you need to be able to come in at least every other week. And I'm like, well, dude, I'm, I'm nowhere every other, like, I'm not anywhere for that amount of time. And a lot of them didn't want to, they're like, maybe I could put you through to, like, a hotline. I'm like, it's not like that, dude. Like, I just, I just want to have a, like, I was like, like a phone thing, like, like you know, like a scheduled, like, I, I'm nowhere for that long. I don't have, like, a stable I did start going to therapy and I've got a lot of uh, like different techniques and coping things and just ways to deal with stuff like pr in productive you know productive methods yeah. um, I very much take personal time you know I work out I don't eat shitty uh, like, I mean, I, I walk around very, like, very, 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 very often on tour. Like, I mean, I, I looked at my thing last night, actually, the health tracker or whatever. And it was, like, 10 miles, 8 miles, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, cool. All right. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think keeping your body going and feeling physically good is the way to go about it. I mean, because I work out every day. And as you can tell, no, um, <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it's just a good thing to have that kind of, uh, like knowing you have a, like a productive focus going on, something that you can control and work at, and yeah. It helps you block everything else out because you've yeah. got something else to focus on. Headphones are nice too. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like, it's amazing that you can come to Melbourne. You can go around the world and just discover new cities. Right. What have you kind of found where you've been like? Where's one place that really sticks out for you? In Australia? Just anywhere. Oh, anywhere. Yeah. Japan. Yeah. Like, thing is, almost everywhere else in the world, people have this kind of. Let me think. I want, I want to word it right, sorry. Um, it's like they have like a cool guy filter on. Or they're, they're just, they're trying to be like, hey, blah, 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 like, but out in Japan, they don't give a shit. And if they're psyched on you, you will know. Like, like they straight up just run up and they're like, oh my God. And they're like jumping around. You're just like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, it feels good. Because when you do a crazy ass flight, you're in some weird place. You don't know what's going on. Like, you want to see like that kind of thing and it's like oh this is worth it it's worth me being like what the fuck is going on and then in terms of like what music you're listening to are there bands that you kind of you know even before you were in a band who would you turn on to like maybe just pick you up or kind of even if you wanted to indulge in how you felt pop yeah i really like kesha um i like taylor swift a lot um if i'm trying to feel better kanye actually major like like self-esteem boost um what are you listening to when you're like in the gym. That'll be all that kind of stuff. Today I was listening to the new Fall Out Boy album, but in the in the order that they posted it was supposed to be in. Ah, okay. So I made it like a playlist and I was like, alright, so I'm gonna see what's up with this now. Um I repeat a lot of albums, like every time we're taking off in a plane I'm listening to Kanye. Because I'm just like, yeah. You literally feel like you're flying. Yeah. Um <laughs> I listen to a shitload of water parks, I'm sorry. Um Do you? I, I really do. New album or old album? New. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't listened to our first few EPs. Actually, I haven't listened to anything 
from us other than like new stuff for a while. Does your favorite track change? Mm -hmm. Does your favorite track change? I don't have a favorite track, they're all my favorite. <laughs> but usually once things are released, I'm kind of on to the next stuff. Yeah, yeah. How much have you already written? I can't talk about that right now <laughs> for certain reasons. Okay. I'm going to say none. Yeah? I've stopped writing none. songs. You are not writing. <laughs> I'm dry in the creative lane. If you, I know that you wrote this record while you were on the road, how was that process? Is that something that helps you kind of step away from everything? No, it makes it harder. Uh, I like to, I like to be, because uh, the thing is, it's very weird when you're on the road, it's, it's like, for the most part, actually until, and literally until our last headliner, it was just me with like an acoustic guitar, and I was like, this is weird, because I like to sit down at my computer when I'm making stuff. You know what I mean? Like at home, and I've got my speakers, and I'm like, alright, cool interface. Um, but I brought all that with me in the fall, so that was cool. But while entertainment was being written, um, it was really done. Like I mean, a lot of the lyrics and like vocal patterns and stuff, I did those on the road, where I'd be like, okay, like, like into my phone, and then like, and like, if something's really cool, what I'll do is I'll go back and listen, and when I find like a good one, I put a present emoji next to it, so I can like know to expand on it. So um, yeah, but then when I would have time off, like, we um, actually. Yeah, there there were a few like reasons. There was a lot of like us being like, dude, we just need like a fucking second to breathe. But um, we were going to go on tour in Canada with Good Charlotte for a couple weeks. But if we did that, we would have gone straight into the all-time low. It was it was our headliner, then UK with in Europe with all-time low. Then we were gonna basically go like straight into Canada after like a couple days, and then like a like a week later maybe go on tour with all-time low. And I was like, dude. I need to write the second album, like, I really need this time, and like, plus we're all like fucking freaking out right now, like, we just need like a minute to like, just chill. And that, that was one of those things where they were like, I think it's a good idea if you do it, and I was like, and it was, and it would have been, you know, because we've never toured Canada, and it's like, that would have been a great open, like, like a great in on that market, but like, again, you've got to think longevity and like what's best for you and the like, overall, like, group. And so, yeah, we took that time off, and in that time, I wrote, or like, was able to be home and make the demo for 11-11, Not Warriors, Peach, and um, there, there were four that got done in those two weeks. And it was like, okay, that was, I, I made the right call there, thank God, you know? What do you think are the most kind of like motivating tracks on the album for you? Motivating. None of them really motivate me. This album makes me pretty sad. Um, let's see though. Are you able to reflect on that in like a positive way, do you think? Once you've written something kind of sad? Some days. Other days are better. Some days are better than others. Um, tantrum makes me feel like a boss bitch. Um, yeah, but other than that, um, yeah, no, they don't, they don't really motivate me. Um, we're playing Blonde on the uh, Made in America tour, and um, so the last day of the Made in America tour, instead of doing this uh, acoustic song, Powerless, uh, I went out 
and didn't, I didn't say what it, it was like for the encore. And I just like went out and didn't say like what it was or anything. And I had the lights wrapped around me and the clothes from the video because we had just filmed it a few days before, and uh, uh, played that song without saying what it was. Played Lucky People for the first time, and everybody was like, "What the?" Fuck? And they were like psyched. But then afterwards online, they're like, "That's fucking Lucky People. He said it in the song." Like, because they had the track listing, but just not the music. Um, but yeah, we started playing Lucky People on this tour, like where you know, while people knew what it was. We're still play we're playing Blonde, and we're playing a song called Rare. Um, and yeah, I mean, people are singing and stuff, so I'm like, hey, cool. Touring. Yeah, or like making videos for things, or just, you know, like just making stuff, you know? Because, I mean, I've got a lot of ideas. I've got a lot of things I want to do. And so, yeah, there's a lot of things in the works right now that I wish I could talk about, but I just can't. We are, I am able to talk about the entertainment tour. It's a headliner in the UK and Europe. We're gonna do that in March. Yeah, VIP actually gets announced tomorrow for that. Who would you love to tour with that you haven't toured with yet? Ooh, Kesha. Yeah, that'd be so good. I want like I want a tour with Fall Out Boy. Um, I want a tour. If my cam ever comes back, I want it. Um, it'd be cool to do like. Mm, let's see. I'm, I'm scrolling through my phone right now. Sorry for the delay once you're listening back. Um, I want to tour with, like, Charlie Puth, dude. That'd be tight. Um, I would tour with Donald Glover. It's just I'm scared for him to hear anything that we ever do because I love him more than anyone. <laughs> It'd be kind of fun to do, like, a country tour, like Dan and Shay, like a country pop thing. Yeah. I want to do some, like, I see, I love, I love all the tours we've done, but I want to do some interesting shit you know some le like some more unexpected yeah like stuff. something out of our market yeah because that's the thing though like people don't listen to just one genre anymore they're kind of this is the playlist age that's true. I like that. cool and then with that what track of yours should people put on after this podcast what are they what what should they be trying to feel uplifted i think Mm. <laughs> right. Well, you can just Do not warriors, it. dude. That's a good song. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. That one's that one's cool. I'm into it. Amazing. Well, thank you for talking to me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. We tore our phones to shreds. We didn't answer nothing to all friends and family lost or dead.